0: Hello, and welcome to the new Christian podcast where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the new Christian podcast. I am so grateful that you have subscribed and that you're listening to this podcast. Please leave a comment in my social media so that I can see where you are listening from and how these messages have Benefited you. Uh, You can reach me on my social media at facebook.com forward slash preacher Jim C and on my YouTube channel, also called Preacher Jim C. The way that you can subscribe to this podcast is by going to your podcast host platform, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that be Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Spotify, and search for my name, James Chambers. There you will see the new Christian podcast. Click that subscribe button and you'll receive weekly updates from this podcast. Today's podcast, we are on our last episode in this series. Uh, we are closing out this series um, on prayer and we're going to look at humbling ourselves in prayer. Uh, and we're going to be looking at 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 11-22. through 22. Then we're going to look at humbling ourselves in prayer. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 11 through 22. Let's read. When Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace. The Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the lands or send a plague among my people. Verse 14, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their lands. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to their prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple this temple so that my name may be, let's see where we're at here, folks. Verse 15, here we are. Now my eyes will be opened and my ears attentive to the prayer offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. As for you, if you walk before me faithfully as David your father did and do all I command, I will observe my decrees and laws. I will establish your royal throne as I convened with David and covenanted with David your father when I said, you shall never fail to have a successor to rule over Israel. Verse 19, but if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then... I will uproot Israel from my land, which I have given them, and I will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule among all people. This temple will become a heap of rubble. All who pass by will be appalled appalled, and say... Why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this temple? People will answer, Because they have forsaken the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who brought them out of Egypt and have embraced other gods, worshiping and serving them, and is, that is why he brought all this disaster on them. Now, what is this all telling us in that story? It, let me preface this by quoting somebody uh, from history. In 1742, in uh, Col- Columbaling Scotland, Cumbusling—that's hard to pronounce there—Scotland, a, a pastor described uh, the transforming work of the Holy Spirit in his community. He said this. Quote, vain persons who minded no religion but frequented taverns and frolicked, passing their time in uh, filthiness, foolish talking, and jesting or singing uh, paltry songs do not frequent Christian societies for prayer, seek Christian conversation, or talk of what concerns the soul and express their mirth in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs." End quote. Like many periods uh, in spiritual revival, this passage here in 2 Chronicles, uh, it begins with the prayers of a small group. It, it's a radical effect, uh, it's radical effects extended to an entire town, right? As scripture tells us in the story of Solomon, God also promised to reveal to his people and their communities if they would commit themselves to prayer. Rather than strident demands, the Lord makes, makes it clear that um, their prayer uh, he hears is the one of humility. God's people kneel before him in distressing circumstances, droughts, plagues, uh, sinful habits, and confess their wickedness and failures. These prayers are public admissions that God can do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Humble, uh, we then lift our eyes and seek God's face. We renounce our allegiance to sin and to Satan. We see that in verse 14. And declare instead that we desire to know and follow our God alone. The Lord answers by sending his Holy Spirit and gr- the greatest gift the Father bestows on his children. You, you notice in Luke chapter Eleven verses 11 through 13 in the New Testament. Luke chapter 11, verses 11 through 13, it says this. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the holy spirit to those who ask him this verse is telling us that this universal sinfulness is uh, presupposed as as is in as is the evidence of common grace in a father's instinctive and natural love for his children uh, back to uh, Verse Second uh, Chronicles in verse sixteen of Second Chronicles, His Spirit heals the land and assures us that God's eyes and heart will always be with us. Amen. In, in response to our humility, God promises to hear our cries. Amen. In, in response to our confession of sin, He promises to grant forgiveness and in response to our request to know him more God promises to send his revealing and refreshing spirit so in other words in our lives the greatest need of our communities and our nation is the Holy Spirit more than financial stability adequate health care, improved education, wise legislation. The people who live and work beside us need the gift of God himself dwelling within them. And so do we. So your task for this week, I want to encourage you. This. Encouraged by God's promises intercede for your community this week that's my task encourage you to intercede in prayer for your community this week and I want you to remember what Psalm 85 verse 6 says will you not revere us again that your people may rejoice in you let me say that again Psalm 85, verse 6. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? And your task for this week, I want you to be encouraged by God's promises to intercede in prayer for your community this week. And that's my message for you this week from 2 Chronicles chapter 7 as we look at Humbling ourselves and praying and seeking after God. That's a continual process in the text. We continually seek after God for His grace, His mercy, and His loving care. I want you to have a blessed Labor Day weekend this week. I want to thank you for joining me on the new Christian podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, And I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.